0: This is the Trust the Wizards podcast and you have just joined a worldwide listening audience that has increased to 47 million. Trust the Wizards podcast
1: is the most popular, erudite and sexually dynamic podcast
0: in the known universe. And this is Alternative Facts.
2: I'm my mind because I found you out in the, the nick of time. You told me that you wanted me to be your turtle dove, but I can't make it off of promises of love. That's where you lied, that that's where you lie, that's where you lied, that That's where you lied, that's where you lie. Living off of promises of hate for me, because that's where you told me if I be right with you. <laughs> Well, that's when, that's when you land, That's when you lied. That's when, that's when you lied. Living off of promises ain't for me. That's where you told me if i be right. Well, look here, baby, you've been playing up to me, but we both know. that Yeah, that's all you told me. If I be well now, giving me that sweet talk water, I changed my mind. I couple of I you out in the nick of time. You told me that you wanted me to be your turtle dove, but I can't. Make it off of promises of love. That's where you lie. That's, that's where you that's where you lie. That's that's living off of promises ain't for me. Cause that's where you I be. told you If i be,
0: If i be and welcome to the Trust the Wizards podcast. Hey, My name is Rebel Ricketts, and I'm joined by a man who played bass with the Beatles, glockenspiel with Steeler's Wheel, guitar for Topao, triangle for Pentangle, had a string of number one singles as a solo artist in the 90s and was awarded 10 gold albums. And he is Jimi Hendrix's secret love child from a stormy one night stand with Cher and is married to Katy Perry. It's Shamith Garbanza.
3: Do you believe
4: in life after love? Hey
5: you just instrumental.
1: For my instrumental song uh, this time around, I've brought along a song by Orchestra del Sol. Uh, they're spelt the orchestra with a K. Orchestra of the Sun, I guess that means. Mm. And... Uh, they, they play a style of music which they call Honk Step. Right, well They had an album or a song called This Is Honk Step. <laughs> yeah. uh, you'll hear why. It's a, it's a strange piece of music but it's an infectious piece of music and I defy you not to either want to get up and walk around and jump around or, mm-hmm. or bust some moves to this or else just to smile. It's impossible to be miserable to this piece of music. It's Orchestra del Sol from their album Lung Capacity, and it's called The Doppler Effect.
6: When you go into the shop, lady watches like a cop. You know you wanna go, go baby. The moment that you get the lady, she don't like the way you look, so she treats you like a crook. You know you wanna go.
0: Apples in Stereo, in fact, the Apples in Stereo. Now this came to my attention uh, because there's a a wonderful website called Trust the Wizards uh, and there's a fellow on there who does a quarterly mix kicker of something or or other and this song was on it and for me, uh, I know some people have said it sounds a bit 60s but for me it sounded like a cross between They Might Be Giants and Dexies Uh, and frankly that's a very good cross. It is, uh, I actually genuinely thought it was a song
1: from the 60s until you just told me it wasn't. Yeah, and you can see from the picture on the sleeve, they're definitely not from the sixties.
0: Now, yeah, now I was, I was so inspired by that. I thought that's a tremendous record. I wanted to find out more, uh-huh. uh, so I went on Amazon. Uh, bought. They've done an LP, which is uh, like a compilation of takes. It's, it's, it's called Musical Experiments. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I wanted I wanted the LP with this song on, uh, which arrived this morning. Oh. So oh. don't ask me to review it. Yeah. Uh, because I'm not had time. Uh, this is The Discovery of the World Inside the Moon, mm. um, released in 2000, uh, on SpinArt Records is that. Uh, and the cover's interesting in that it has a lot of diagrams, architectural diagrams, yeah. Yeah. Uh, for like a pyramid. Uh, and I I really do think if, if I did want to build uh, a pyramid, uh, the Apples in Stereo would give me a very good start. It's that's,
1: that's true, but it's not. it's not... It's not one of your actual pyramids. It's not like, a, you know, the Egyptian no. burial chamber pyramid. No. It's like a house that happens to be,
0: well, triangular. Pyramid shaped. Yeah. surprised they don't build more pyramid style houses. Well, you don't get a lot of room upstairs, do you? That the incre- problem. It
1: gets increasingly small, you have to yeah. say. Yeah, if you, if you this one's got a basement, which is quite big, quite spacious. And then, yeah. Is, this again, thing, is,
0: is there a bedroom in that in that? The top room, yes, yeah. The, spike, yeah, the spider's yeah, head room, yeah,
1: bedroom at the top, yeah. Although having said yeah. that, there doesn't seem to be any stairs to get up to it, but maybe that's visible from another angle. Well,
0: they're all there, aren't they? Yeah. Um, yeah, and, you know, lack of stairs. That's a big, big design flaw. We'll have to bring that up with the apples and stereo.
7: Yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, and before that, with the Orchestra de sol so you you heard that song then, the Doppler the, the effect. Yeah. Uh, what, what does it sound? Where, where do you reckon they're from, with a sound like that?
0: Uh, umpa music, isn't it? Umpa okay, it's a bit umpa. Germany, yeah. Germany, yeah, have got that area. Bit, yeah, Edinburgh.
1: They're from Scotland. I they're think. from Scotland. Yeah, and that album came out in two thousand and eleven, which is when when I heard that song and, and loved it, and uh, I was just quite pleasantly surprised to find they're still going. And in fact, they had a Ooh. new album out. It's came out just last month, called Gross National Happiness. They're not an instrumental band. That song just happens to be an instrumental, no, really? but they, they, most of their stuff... Is that their
0: style of music then? Because it's very, hot, what's it, core was it? It sounded
1: like a great live, wouldn't it? I reckon there, so. No, you could really jump about and jig about to all that. I'm assuming there's, there's um, more than one of them. Oh yeah. No, there's an orchestra. I don't know how many of them there are, but there's an orchestra. They are on tour right now. Fantastic. Uh, in fact, they are, well, probably by the time this podcast comes yeah. out, they'll all be played we we the at the old fruit market in Glasgow but they're also playing lots of places with lovely names in Scotland, like Milne Gavi, and Largs, and, uh, yeah, places like that. You know, they're also coming quite near here. They're going to the Trades Club, at Hebden Bridge. Oh, right. And some place in Morecambe. So uh, go and check them out on orchestradollsoul.co.uk. Get along to see them, if you live in the north of England, or in Scotland. That's the sort of stuff they'd like in Hebden Bridge. Or in though. Oxford, in fact. And Oxford, yeah, they all
0: go to Oxford as well. But did they? I mean, obviously, I, I searched high and low for the Doppler effect uh-huh. uh, and couldn't find a Doppler effect anyway. But I found a Doppler effect. A
1: Doppler effect, and yeah. The, I uh, learned about this in you? my music degree, did you? Yeah, but I can't. Well, I can remember it's you know, how if you're stationary, yeah, in one place, yeah, and a, and a Ambulance goes past with its sirens going. Yeah, it, it sounds like it's changing in pitch as it comes closer to you and then goes further right, away.
0: So the change in frequency or wavelength of a wave or other periodic event for an observing moving relative to its source. Yeah, named after the Australian psychiatrist Christian Doppler, right? Who posed in 1842 in the Prague a common example of the Doppler shifts. Uh, in the changing pitch heard when a vehicle sounding a siren horn approaches, passes and re- recedes yeah. from an observer. That sort of stuff.
1: Now as part of my uh, degree we were taught the reasons why that happened, the, you know, the, wow. the physical physics of it. Uh, and I wish I could explain to you now how that works but I, I can't. I, I, even at the time I don't think I understood
0: it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think there's they're something best, it's honk, isn't it? honk step, Honk step. Uh, in the last podcast uh, I talked about how I poorly researched um at the Indie Tracks Festival 2017 by buying the compilation for the Indie Tracks Festival in 2016 uh, but I am incredibly glad I did that uh, because I came across an artist called Gavin Olson. no Gavin Osborne Gavin Osborne yep uh, who um on that one he had a song called um end of the lifetime was it the one
1: about um talking to his kids about what their lives were like before they it were born it's brilliant is it's it that a, one yeah yeah it's about yeah.
0: him describing to his children or really to before you were born. your mum did this it's what, and this this what yeah. me and your mum did yeah oh that's a brilliant song it's yeah. fantastic yeah. and 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 the, his, his art is that it's very touching and moving and could be quite sentimental and emotional uh-huh. but it's told with such wit um, mm. that it is very very funny yeah uh, and also on, on that particular song it moves from him simply telling his son then to saying you're going to do all sorts of great things yeah but that will itself be in another lifetime yeah. so the whole movement of time through all that period but it's brilliant i mean but then so that's that sort of it's sort of high concept isn't it really that yeah but he brings it down to lines like uh, one night i got drunk and threw up through prom behind my dad's fridge <laughs> forgot and left for poland for a month <laughs> um, I bought a hamster, and he's saying this to his son, obviously. Yep. I bought a hamster to try and impress a girl in Canterbury, and it worked. Yep. Um, your mum pierced her belly button and changed her surname. She even piloted a plane, or a biplane. Uh, I mooned to my friend underwater in Sydney. <laughs> uh, some great stuff in there. And this, I love this line, that, uh, I broke a collarbone playing football, and that's the reason I don't play professional football now. Literally, that's the only reason. <laughs> Fantastic. Yep. Yep. Uh, but this song uh, we're going to play uh, is, and I, I, I've got a very soft spot for this because, uh, you know, I've got kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I recently went to a 70th birthday party for an auntie. Yeah. Uh, and was dragged on the dance floor by my daughter, and we danced to Bro Eyed Girl. Mm-hmm. And I thought, you know what, it doesn't get any better than this. Yeah. Uh, and um, so this song's called Dancing With His Dad, uh, which is about dancing with his dad. And I think the absolute killer line for this Uh, It's father and sons, it's root one. It's a long ball to his heart.
8: He's dancing with his dad. Young boy dancing with his dad to the music coming out of Top Shop. His hat falls off, he doesn't care. Cause he's dancing with his dad. He's dancing with his dad. Man in his 30s watching a young boy dancing with his dad to the music coming out of Top Shop. His eyes are filling up, he can't stop watching. That boy dancing with his dad. He's dancing with his dad. The man can't remember ever dancing with his own dad. Not like that, but he can't stop the tears. Some people get like this chopping onions. He gets like this with fathers and sons and episodes of the wonder years man in his thirties thinks of picking up the hat but he's worried about spoiling the moment it might look weird a teary eyed man handing a hat to a young boy just trying to dance there with his dad he doesn't need to see that he doesn't need his hat he's just dancing with his dad and he knows what this is it's route one it's fathers and sons, it always tears him apart. Fathers and sons is route one, like Arsenal in the 80s. It's a long ball to his heart, a long ball to his heart. He knows what this is, it's route one if it's fathers and sons. Well, it always tears him apart. If it's fathers and sons, it's route one. Like Arsenal in the 80s. It's a long ball to his heart. A long ball to his heart. Young boy dancing with his dad to the music. Coming out of Top Shop. his hat falls off. Doesn't care. He's dancing with his dad. Yeah, he's dancing with his dad. He's dancing with his dad. Oh, is it suddenly got a bit
1: dusty in here? Do you think? Do you I, mean, I, I got something in my eye after that. Uh, that song. Yeah, yeah. I think I might have so- something in my eye yeah it's definitely that <coughs> it's definitely that yeah,
0: yeah. We, we, we can we can move on now
1: what a fantastic song what a, just what a fantastic song every song I've heard by Gavin Osborne I've heard about four of his songs now. I heard him play um m j Hibbert does a, a a live thing called Total Acoustic, which is mm. in, in a pub in in London called the King and Queen, and uh, he gets people to go along and it's all they just play There's no microphones, no amplification, no nothing mm. uh and it sounds and they they record it and they put it out as a podcast as well so I listened to that quite a bit he was on there he played three or four songs every one an absolute knockout song and then there's the one that you mentioned before and then that one Uh, yeah I I was listening to that out running the other day after you sent it to me and I had to stop running to listen (laughs) to the song Uh, but yeah fantastic and and, you know again using a bit of humour with the Arsenal in the 80s thing as well fantastic we—he's got a new album coming out soon, and we will be reviewing it on the next podcast. Absolutely, yeah. yeah, yeah, we're also
0: going to see him on tour, aren't we? Absolutely, yeah, yeah. He's on tour in September. Uh, do get along. I think it'd be a really intimate evening. Yeah, uh, and, yeah. You know, I think everyone will make a friend that night. Yeah, it was only Gavin himself. Yeah, he's um, playing He's
1: in Chester on the 16th of September at, some, at a place called the Golden Eagle. It's free.
0: Free well, for goodness' well, sake. Yeah. So not like your radio heads. Yes, yeah, <laughs> Absolutely it's, uh, free. Yeah, well yeah, so um, yeah, well I'll, I'll be going to that. Yeah, yeah. but but but, but checking out, go and find his tour dates, he's all over the country in September. Liverpool, Bristol, Norwich, Nottingham, Stratford, London, Newcastle, Cardiff, Manchester, Lancaster, Sheffield, Glasgow. Definitely worth checking out. That was very well well done. Very, almost professional there we sounded. Remember? Yeah. yeah.
9: <laughs> Congratulations! You're listening to the Trust the Wizards podcast.
0: So on May the 25th of this year, um, I was I was tempted. Uh, in fact, I I gave into temptation because uh, I went along to see John Cale, the legendary uh, violin multi instrumentalist uh, with the Velvet Underground, uh, who played on the classic. Velvet Underground LP, self titled with the Velvet Underground and Nico, the one with the big banana on the front, uh, which, if you listen back to that, that album, is an in- incredible thing. It's raggedly put together and sounds chaotic at times, but the variety of songs in there, from very melodic like Sunday Morning to Black Angel Death Song, which was perhaps one of the most experimental rock songs uh, that had come out to that day, to classics like Waiting for My Man and Heroin. Uh, it's it's a really groundbreaking record, uh, so who wouldn't want to go and celebrate it's um, it's 50th anniversary, fiftieth anniversary. 50th yeah. anniversary? Uh, obviously, you know half the band are dead. In fact, I don't know what's happened to Sterling Morrison these days, uh, but uh, and of course, Nico's dead, and yeah. Motuk is dead, and Lou Reed's dead, Motuk is Tucker dead. Maul, yeah, right. she's dead. Right. Um, so yeah, so, you, so John Cale is the is the representative on earth. Uh-huh. Uh, so he put the band together. So. He was going to do it. Mm. So, but I'm bound to be interested. Yeah. Um, it was at Liverpool Sound City, which is a, is, is a kind of a festival um, over three days at the docks in Liverpool. Uh, and, um, well, I went along. Um, the first thing to note was the queues were horrendous. Before, this was soon after the Aria Grande It It's just, it was just a debacle. Two
1: or three days after, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah.
0: Exactly. So, there was, there was heightened security. Uh, so I, you kind of thought well that's fair enough but I've got to say the security was heightened sufficiently you thought no one's getting anything in here um, then so you enter the, the festival site uh, and it's a, a industrial wasteland uh, which could be arguably you mean Liverpool not all of it's Liverpool this just so, particularly yeah, the disused well, look, dock many apologies to <laughs> our
1: listeners from <laughs> Liverpool a city I very dear to my heart
0: indeed well well corrected um, so yeah, so that, that that could be said to be, uh, you know, uh, capturing the right atmosphere for, for this record, or it could be said to be quite irritating because nothing was level underfoot and it's, it's all the floors giving way and uh, it's ugly. You could mm. also say that if you wanted. The one thing that grated with me uh, was that this was a corporate festival, mm. so you know, you couldn't bring anything in with you. You, you had to buy food and drink there. It was all massively overpriced, incredibly pretentious. pretentious. And obviously the actual conditions you were in as a, as a punter was awful. I mean, you, know, I don't, I, you don't really want to sit down. There was no seating, obviously. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, it, was, it wasn't pleasant. And of course then there's, there's a huge beer which you queue up you know, for ages to get massively overpriced drinks. And what was interesting, the only, there's only one nice bit. You thought well there's like a traditional pub type thing there with yes. all sorts of seats in it and you go over there that's the vip area ah <laughs> you want not yeah. load in there ah yeah. but nevertheless we were, mm. i wasn't put off by that at all i thought yep. that's if you want to see the the, the original velvet under and nico played uh, then this is what you got to do yeah uh, so sure enough we we, we we got a drink stood there it's scheduled to start at nine o'clock that's fine um quarter past nine, no sign of John Cale, nothing else happening. Yep. Um it wasn't until twenty five past nine where, where John creeped out yep. uh into the central. At of least the they state. didn't
1: make you wait till Sunday morning for Sunday morning. Very
0: true, yep. very true. This was Friday night after all. Uh now, the the Echo um said in, in its review, um, John Cale shows the legacy of the Velvet Underground is as strong as ever. That's uh-huh. what he says. Uh, multi join a special guest to, to recreate influential and groundbreaking album um, I'll just read you what some other people said of, of yeah. the concert uh, this was in response to the Liverpool Echo uh, review um, Mike C63 says when a live band plays favourites at faster BPM beats per minute I'm always suspicious they just want to get through the gig as soon as possible this was no exception starting with a medley which seemed an odd No, it, it was a very odd album, a medley A medley, yes, Waiting For My Man was too fast, couldn't hear the vocals for quite some time. The sound, I mean. So they didn't just play the album in order? No, no, they didn't do that, no. I can't remember what he played with Waiting For My Man, but it went into something else, which sort of kind of thrown a good one away there. Right. Uh, The sound was absolutely terrible. And also, you know, you couldn't really see John Cale very well, but they had two massive screens, but they weren't pointing at the band. They were just on, on a loop of sort of psychedelic images. Right. Yeah. So he thought, mm, that's not great. Um, uh, Dr Volume mm-hmm. said the sound mix was far too quiet, an abysmal throat. And he tell- would know. Dr Volume. He, Dr. he would know. <laughs> he's, yeah. he's a doctor
1: of volume.
0: He would know <laughs> all about it. Yeah. I could tell that John had put a lot of effort into the show, and what little I could hear of it sounded great. He'd picked some interesting collaborators, and I was more frustrated that he couldn't get to hear it properly. Uh, there was always going to be a challenge to present the festival outdoor setting and sure enough Sound City you really this one up Mm. we can say it fucked up can't we yeah we can uh, I think our um, our our fellow was at Kicker of Elves um, he he really did get stuck in yep Uh, he said legends eh so John Kell comes on 25 minutes late with an ubiquitous bunch of under rehearsed karaoke singers and destroys virtually all the songs from a 50 year old album and the crowd most of whom can't see him or hear what's going on go fucking wild and join the singing and then this was a very bizarre moment. Mm -hmm. The the song Harrowing is Mm -hmm. a tragic song. It's not a celebration (laughs) of Harrowing. Uh, And so... But it's it's his life and it's his wife. Exactly. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Uh, But, you know, it's even sung in a sort of morose, you know, it's kind of... uh, it's, yeah, it's not it's really not a party song. No. Well not you, for You would not, you would not sing heroin. Unless you're having heroin. a party
1: by yourself with some heroin. Possibly, yeah. yes. Yeah.
0: You would not sing heroin, clapping, you know, <laughs> come,
8: come on, getting <laughs> to <your> my vein.
0: <laughs> the whole crowd. Well, the so yeah, whole crowd. crowd, the crowd did, who kind of just wanted something to happen. Yeah. Uh jumping up and down celebrating heroin, uh, sticking a fight, a spike into your, your vein. Well, yeah. And and I turn around to Kiras and it's not supposed to be like that. Mm. That's not yeah. what should be happening. So that was pretty poor. Uh kick kicker. I'll go on. Bizarre to say the least. Shit to be more accurate, he calls it. I always felt Nico needed to be more yodelling in the middle of Femme Tell. Yes, this, the female singer went into a yodel halfway right. through Femme Yeah. Uh that, that was put right. Uh, I imagine if late period UB40 had been a road to play Here She Comes Now... Um, they would have done that so we got that as well uh, and then so they played a reggae
1: play. version yeah a, 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 a light reggae version yeah yeah okay it, it was, it was, yeah that it doesn't was, sound good it was terrible I've never ever listened to the Velvet Underground and thought Do you know what would improve this a, <laughs> a reggae song. beat <laughs> <laughs> and, the, and you know we love reggae yeah so there's a lot of music that we would say you know yeah that would be improved with a reggae beat but not the Velvet Underground
0: Definitely no, a no. uh, and then I mean it was very frustrating because we and we knew Griff Reese was going. And I could tell him, you know. Yeah. He came on and, and I think he might have sung with Death Death Angel, Death, Back Angel Death Song. Right. Um, but there was four others, or I know now believe well, one of them is your
1: man from uh, the Moon Landings and uh, and the Fat White Family. World, family yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, the Kills, are there? Uh-huh. Uh, Russ, you say? Griff Russ, I Griff Reese, yeah. yeah. Uh, Liverpool's Clinic. Okay. But yeah. came on as a band at one point. Uh, Nadine Shah, Fatback Family Fight, and Wild Beasts. Right. Um, they were the singers, but you wouldn't right. know because they literally walked on without uh, any introduction whatsoever. Right. Uh, and started singing. Uh, or in some instances, like on the end, where they played Sister Ray for fifteen minutes. Yeah. Um, just stood there. And you know, that's something that very nervous drama students might do, where they still bolt upright, say and they put their arm across their body and hold their other arm for mm-hmm. sort of comfort because they feel so un- uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, and, 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 and just swing ever so slightly and let one arm just move around a little bit. Well, one of the singers did that for about five minutes. Uh,
7: yeah. Uh,
0: and it was right, because Gruff Reese came on uh, for the Sister A thing. Uh, I don't think he even had a microphone. Um, mm. So he walked off again. Right. Uh, and this was, I mean, uh, and it was clear that it was almost like they were saying, Oh, last night I was on stage with John Cale. And yeah. what I actually did on stage with John Cale doesn't seem to matter. Uh, There's yeah. clearly no rehearsal that had gone on at all. Uh, and so for Sister Ray at the end, so people who I don't think knew the lyrics were listening to the other person thinking, I'm busy sucking on my main line. Mm. It's just like
7: yeah. s- Sister Ray says, you're thinking,
0: yeah. goodness me, they're really not trying here. Uh, mm. and, and bear in mind, this costs 55 quid for everyone. Yeah, We got talked to two guys who were stood behind us. Uh, who just about made it in time, particularly with the queues, uh, and they'd come all the way from Edinburgh, mm. uh, just for this one gig, just because it's so legendary. Yeah. And we looked at them in the end, and they just shook their heads. <laughs> <laughs> what was the point? It was that bad. Um, and I mean, the only good thing was that, um, I would say, a good 50% of the crowd uh, had figured that out. By the time we got to Sister Ray, because you think, hold on, as he played that one, as he played that one, yes, after a fashion, that's mm. definitely made an appearance. So, Sister Ray, oh I see, he's just gonna fill the rest of the time, playing this for 20 minutes. Right. We can leave. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> so uh, we, with the rest of the crowd, just made our way to the exit, politely. Uh, and I don't know why uh, I stopped off to buy a T-shirt, uh. to mark the event, because yeah. Yeah, they had a big banana on the front, and you yeah. know, people are not gonna read the whole thing, are they? Yeah. All, all know how crap the thing was. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so I, I spent another twenty-five pounds.
1: So so you uh, ended up being very much like the people who were who were the guest singers who were just taking part in it because they wanted to be able to say, hey, yeah, I was there. I, I went. I was on stage with John Cale last night, and yeah. you can say, well, hey, I went to see John Cale last yeah. night. Look at the t-shirt. It was shit. <laughs> <laughs> Shall we hear something from uh, yeah, when, when they weren't shit? Yeah.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, I said the LP's fantastic, isn't it? it? Yeah. Of course it is. Yeah. So yeah. so. Let's hear, um, there she goes again, without calypso beats.
1: primitives, yes, the primitives. Uh, slight link with uh, Lou Reed and the Velvet Underground, in fact, because they, they got their name. The primitives got their name from an early version of Velvet Underground, I think. Who we're oh, called right. the primitives? Right. Yeah. Uh, uh, but uh, they, um, oh, of course, well known for their uh, singles of the late eighties, and yeah. uh, of course the big one, Crash. And uh, uh, they've, they, they still. I don't know if they've been going all along but they they certainly play quite a bit live these days i've i've to I've, uh, cross them twice in in the last couple of years once at the going up the country festival in oh, wow. Cheshire which they headlined and were and were fantastic uh, i saw them the first time around in at Portsmouth and uh, don't remember much about it but um, I have to say mean, they remembered was it? Yes. They remembered, yeah. yeah I think they were better they were really they're better these days than they
0: were then but <laughs> well, that might have been just because I was more sober um, well well, just for information here, they disbanded yeah. in 1992 and reformed in 2009 right so they okay. have been away, so, so they they been
1: away for quite so they have been away for quite a long well not long after they reformed they made this album uh, Echoes and Rhymes it's called Echoes and Rhymes because the Echoes part because they're all covers uh, they're not any covers of any songs I've ever heard before. Uh, they're all songs from the 60s, lots of sort of mod friendly uh, soul tunes, and uh, um, you know, but done in, in a sort of indie pop,
0: distorted guitar, punky, poppy style. But that, that, uh, that's brilliant, it's, it's there's that, that innocence of pop, which I thought, I didn't know was a cover version, I thought, God, the primitives are clever. Yeah bringing that to the table and writing right. that style, which could have been, you know... Well, because a lot of their finale. stuff
1: from their heyday, what it, well, it does yes. also sound like it could have been written in the 60s. Yeah, uh, yeah it's that kind like bubblegum uh, rock and roll feel to it. Yeah, uh, exactly, yeah. Um, with a little bit of, of punk attitude thrown in as well. Yeah. Um, uh, so, uh, anyway, we're going to play a song called Turn Off The Moon. I'll read you what it says on the... Uh, on the sleeve, it says this song was on the B-side of a single called Lolita Yaya" ya, from the soundtrack of Stanley Kubrick's film Lolita. The singer was the film's 14-year-old star, Sue Leon. We've given it a punk edge with some period Joe Meek sounds. Let's hear how they've done it. guided by voices uh, came the band Earwig uh, they had an album out last year called "Pause for the Jets uh, one of the members of Earwig is, goes by the name Lizard McGee uh, possibly not his real name uh, and uh, he has recorded a sort of new version of the Earwig album he's in Earwig he's the leader of the, and the, singer, the song, singer and songwriter for the band and he's recorded a new version of the album uh, acoustically this is called Spooky Jets at a distance Uh, our our, um, wizard pal Kicker Ravel says he finds this is a winner he says uh, the uh, in the the original album the sonic assault of the effects pedals and and Japanese yes I think he says Japanese uh, means that some of the words tend to get a bit lost whereas then on the acoustic version you get to hear the words a bit better Uh, and uh, there was a couple of songs on there that we particularly liked. Uh, I was quite keen on the one called Wisdom, wisdom Teeth, mm-hmm. uh, where the chorus yep. goes, it's talking about somebody who, who's imparting a lot of wisdom and telling you the kind of the secrets of the life. And he said, what was it that he said? What was it that he said? Um, I don't know, I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> uh, but we're going to play a different tune. Okay.
7: Yes,
0: yes. Because we- what I loved about uh, Lizard McGee is that his voice has got a very emotional pitch, mm. just at certain points as well, and it really it cuts through because because you can feel the emotion pushing through. Uh, the song I really like was the song "Wasted on You" because uh, then it is, it is wasted on you, you know. Yeah. Uh, but also I, I like the dual meaning because it's like, it's like saying that could mean I'm wasted on you in the sense that you're too good for me. Yeah. It could mean that that you're like a drug and I'm getting wasted on you. Ah. Yeah. Or it could mean that you're actually wasted and you're on somebody. Yeah, I yeah. like to think it's all three at once. Here's Lizard McGee with Wasted on you.
4: None. It doesn't matter now, even if you're sorry. What do we like all the lovers do? Every word I said was just wasted on you. It's mostly Also at night, I can't seem to get you out of my mind Well, I'm only saying this because it's true I still want to be with you You mean the world to me, baby, I'm sorry Doesn't matter if I stay away did before, like I never did before, I heard your dragon change, you say you can't forget me, well, white hot and wasted was all you ever wanted to be. Never had a lover quite like you Who made me feel the way that you do But sometimes these things just don't work out The way you want them to
1: We have uh, a single from uh, a band called The New Faith, who are from Brighton. Aren't they all... Aren't, aren't, aren't...
0: Isn't everyone in Brighton is a musician. Yeah, I think so. No one everyone everyone
1: in Brighton is, is in a band. That is that is true. Uh, this is Will Charlton, is the leader of this band, the singer uh, in the band. Uh, they're called The New Faith. New, the New Faith. Uh, this song is called... Um, Too
0: Sound to, to Be Young. young.
1: Sorry, I was, uh, and uh, it's got a bit of a, I'm, I'm showing my age here, but it reminds me a little bit of sort of prime period, mid-80s Echo and the Bunnymen. Oh yeah. Big orchestrations yeah. and uh, his vocals are a bit Ian McCulloch as well. Uh, a bit Lloyd Cole. Yeah, a bit like Lloyd Cump, Cole. Lloyd Cole on the bigger budget of the sort of third album, Lloyd Cole, that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Capel Coughlin style. Crooning that kind of thing, great Mm. arrangements. A little bit kitchens of distinctions as well. Mm. If you want a a slightly more up to date, well a much more up to date. Richard Hawley maybe. Richard Hawley, yes, good good shout. Mailer Jones, if you're getting really contemporary. But anyway, that kind of thing, very very catchy song. We enjoyed the video. Enjoyed um, it very much it, it's, it's kind of a, Somebody's life story Birth to death Birth to birth School, work, death As the Godfathers Would Indeed. put it
0: Indeed yeah. there, There's certainly Work in there There was a man Throwing papers At the fella He wasn't his school Well there was, was definitely, definitely birth Because yeah. he, was, he was Brought yeah. up by a nurse And he was totally Naked except for a, Pixelated lower parts. Yes, which, yeah. which was very cleverly
1: unpixelated when he put his trousers on. Yeah, you'd, you'd, that was must have been. You, you 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 think they've done that afterwards? He doesn't actually have pixelated. Pixelated tech No, there. I don't think no. so. And um, and we
0: were a bit confused about the because uh, obviously you're doing this on quite a low budget, uh-huh. so the all one take. Well, all yeah, 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 yeah. in one uh, take. And and the the obviously he does get married or certainly has a romantic romantic interest, uh, like which, which was shown by a woman delivering a rose to him. Uh, and he, then he, he gave her a rose and she gave it back this is true yes yes. 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 but towards the end she throws the rose at him yeah uh, and he walks off the screen yeah which we're thinking probably that means she's left him yeah uh, and in between he ha- seemed to have a night out with four men we couldn't tell like, about there was a stagnant I think that was or, just or, getting or were they drunk because they, he, he he was uh, acting drunk after that he was acting drunk yeah. after that yeah. but yeah. I, th- I, th- I thought it might have been a homosexual encounter that his wife didn't take to it's hard to know <laughs> no, I don't. it's hard to know I think you read it too much into that possibly but <laughs> no, you, know, yeah. you said because he could put, he could put a scarf on That he's looking middle aged now. Yeah, he puts a cravat on on at one point. I think
1: that's showing that he's he's got middle aged. Yeah, could be. be. We're both sitting here with our cravats on. Don't pretend (laughs) we're not. We. I never leave the house without a cravat. (laughs) Not these days. (laughs) Not these days. No. Um, Yeah. Anyway, it's called Too Sad to Be Young, and there's an album coming uh, in September, kind of time, I think. Uh, Find out there on the the on the the old Twitter at the New Faith Band. Uh,
3: and uh, it's fantastic, here we, we go, The New faith. faith. Could we be seen, trying too hard To get a deal, no one listening With no appeal, so play those songs a bit faster I've no idea, did we marry too late To make ends meet Cause we sung about our own sad memories You're too sad not to be young You're too sad to be young
0: Tonight's pod uh, is from big friend of the pod, uh, a big, uh, a huge fan of uh, Damian Dempsey, uh, who released a new album on the 27th of May 2017 called Soul Sun. Uh, this is first first release since the what I believe to be a classic album, Almighty Love, uh, in
1: 2012.
0: Oh, that's a, that is a great album. That's a, yeah. it's a, a great, album. And, and and this is really it's it's a it's a follow on from that. It, it sounds a lot like Almighty Love. Um, he had done previous to that a um, an album of uh, traditional folk songs, which was a bit out of step with the other stuff, but it was never never less brilliant. Uh, following on from his first couple of albums called uh, Shots and You Never Heard This Shit at School or some such. Um, but no, it, it, it it's a very it's it, it, it's a it's a solid contribution to the uh, Daymore canon, shall we say? Um, I got it through uh, Pledge Music. Um, which, um, which is offering uh, and I was very tempted to buy the album in, in vinyl uh, signed by the artist and I'm looking at it right now it says Big Big Love Demo uh, and it's, it's, it's the deliciously thick um, uh, vinyl I'm sure you know the, the grams and all that sort of stuff I've got no idea about that Is it lathe cut? I'm, 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 yes it is yeah. I'm going with la- yeah. lathe cut yeah. uh, so it, it's a great thing um, now, what was interesting about that was, though, uh, when I bought it, I didn't necessarily have a record player. Uh, but I thought, well, that's not a problem, because they'll give you a download code, won't they? That's yeah. what you always do now. Is it? You buy that, so twenty-three fifty, no problem. I'll get the album as a as a memento, a, a keepsake, if you will, and I'll get the download code so I can listen to the record. It doesn't have a download code, people. You should be aware of this uh, before you invest in this in this uh, this enterprise. Uh, but if you have got a record player, and I know have got a record player, uh, courtesy of my father moving to a nursing home, <laughs> so I managed to get the family's Panasonic, uh, so I was able to listen to the record. Uh, every cloud. Every, every cloud, cloud. <laughs> yes. The ageing process is not bad for everybody. <laughs> Let's put it that way. Uh, and I've, and you get a big poster now. I've not, I've not really you thought of it. Yeah.
1: With, with all the credits. I'm just looking through the credits. He's got a few duets on here. Yeah. Um with uh, ML De who I know has just been on tour supporting Elvis Costello in the USA yeah. somebody called Pauline
0: Scallon who I'm not familiar with and my old pal Dido is on this album yeah yeah um, it's it's as well as that huge sound he seems to get he's the, he's the, the bass and the drum he uses it as the bass for it Mm. Uh, and then he, the strings on the pianos and guitar he overlays it, but then Damien's voice just it surfs along the top of that sound. I, I would describe it as a Celtic wall of sound. Yeah. Because it's, it, it, it's really quite a big sonic attack, apart from the fact that there's an obvious root of ke, sort of Celtic Irish folk music in it.
1: It's got it's, it, the whole thing seems, I mean, John Reynolds' his name is all over this yeah. in the playing it yeah. and in the production and everything. And John Reynolds is. Uh, um, he was, I believe, he was once married to Sinead O'Connor, and uh, produced and he produced and it, yeah. lots and lots of of yeah, and it yeah. was Sinead O'Connor yeah.
0: who brought him to John Rowan.
1: Indeed, yeah. Well, that's how I've th- I've seen him live a couple of times. Both times as a support act for Sinead O'Connor.
0: Yeah, I think I once saw him supporting Morrissey as well. But I saw him support Morrissey yeah, yeah. last year. Yeah. And Morrissey, in his autobiography, said that you know, first time he heard Damien Dempsey, he cried. And he said he could, he could imagine him crying at Damien Dempsey's funeral. And Damien Dempsey said to that, he thinks he's going to outlive me.
1: <laughs>
7: yeah.
0: yeah. And interesting character, Damien Dempsey. I saw him at a Chat Show Hall recently. Uh, and um, he's moved back to Dublin. Uh, in fact, he did, did an uh, open letter to his fans on his website, explained that a new album's coming out. You know, Sorry it's been so long. Um, but he hadn't been idle. He'd been doing various other things. he has been in movies and all the rest of it. But what he also does... He um, he swims in the sea. He right. tries to swim in the sea every day, right. uh, and he did say on the programme actually that yeah, it was pretty cold that particular day. and He spent yeah. about thirty seconds in the sea, mm. but nevertheless, uh, yeah. and he he describes uh, enjoying sunbathing in the nude uh, right. in, in his uh, Dublin suburban home, which shocks some of the neighbours. Yeah, he also describes a night where he he. he, he he went to a concert in Dublin uh, for Bruce Springsteen, mm-hmm. uh, and he was in the bar all night with Bruce Springsteen, uh, singing all the songs. Uh, and someone came about six o'clock in the morning and said, "Bruce, you know, it's time to get ready for your flight." Yeah. And he said, "Forget it, I'll get the next one. Oh. Well, I'm having such a good time here." Yeah. So yeah, so cool. so you know, we're we're not uh, you know I'm pretty I'm pretty keen on Damien. I am yeah. pretty keen on Damien. And some great songs in there. Soul Sun, the the um, the title track. Uh, it's sort of standout single. Uh, it is interesting though, because a lot of his songs tend to come from an aspect of, um, you know, a, a, a dark place where he seeks to find redemption from. Yeah. Uh, so Soul Sons are a classic one of those, and there's one or two others that do that. Uh, but what, what he also does is, he's he sort of, he's etched into sort of the stone of, of Ireland and history. Uh, and there's a song called Sam Jenkins. Which explores this again about you know not letting go and, and, and keeping the past alive and, and still being pretty angry yeah <laughs> about, about well particularly I would say the English and Oliver Cromwell and things like that mm. uh, and I did think that it did occur to me that you know you do have to let these things go eventually <laughs> uh, and he was in a um, in, in Ireland they're doing something on the uh, 1916 um, Easter East Rising uh, and um, have you tried going to Ireland and just telling them,
8: you, know, you, <laughs> should, get you with, just get
1: over it, just let it go? No, you know. no it's a long time that. ago.
0: That's my point. Yeah. He's he's encouraging them, as I was saying. Yeah. And uh, so he, he basically his point was there's three hundred years of colonial oppression there, and I'm never gonna forget about it.
7: Well, okay, yeah.
0: fair enough, Dave. But if he did let it go, you know, maybe we can move on. Never mind. Yeah, it's it's a great record. Let's not worry about that. Uh, but the song I'm gonna play is um, it's called. Soft rain. I'll, I'll just, uh-huh. I'll just read out the last couple of lines from Soft it's Rain. It's the closing track of the album. It's the it? closing track, uh, and it's the closing track that urges us to, yeah. to it urges us to action. And this is moving forward. I think mm-hmm. so this is great, great move from David here. Uh, the broad, majestic Shannon creatures a, a pose sometime. Yeah. Sorry to interrupt, carry the on. on. The broad, majestic Shannon. Broad, majestic Shannon. This is the title of a pose song on If I Should Fall from Grace with God. Fair play creeps up the beautiful burn barren across the mystical islands of aran and sprinkles gold dust over every young over the ever young atlantic ocean i'm going in are you coming here's soft
3: rain i'm half feral out here on the edge of the city the dark of the country flirts and entices me but i'm drawn to the flame of an olivia's domain like a moth to the light To the city at night I see the bus coming And I take off running Cos I can't stand to wait half an hour in this headspace I'm heading for them concrete cliffs Under neon moons Keep about you your wits I'm scribbling away On the journey into town The bay and the hills are smoothing out my frown And I realise that the pen is mightier than the sword and a punch never hurt near as much as a bad word the pretty big houses off to the right they look so all alone i wonder if their occupants are happy status doesn't love you and money won't fall the bus pulls up on all of malborough street see the big gang with the rotten teeth through this concrete maze, they will spend the days hunting, powders and potions to forget regret. The liffy cuts the city, a meandering blue vein ancient poetry echoes in soft rain down the lands. I see you in the city, your faces everywhere, all of our adventures they enacted so clear. As I walk a golden mile A Georgian maze of genius Intellect gone wild I duck into a pub, into a snow To grapple Joyce The brown-eyed barmaid is humming And she's some voice A few hours later, the whole place is singing They're following a woman Her eyes shut with emotion Every sweet note is like the last she'd ever sing She finishes and her audience, we make the rafters ring Different tribes, they are a feast for my eyes Deep exotic languages, guttural and ancient The knowledge and the strength of these brand new Irish Will temper our country, invigorate our community Humans flow and trickle through the cuts and caves of concrete Undercover artists paint and decorate the back street Let's walk this maze together when you get back home I'll cherish every minute, you'll only be on loan I raise a can to Brendan on the banks of the Royal Canal The evening sun on the water is my beautiful pal The sun has slipped down on this town for a thousand years And when it rises up out of the Irish Sea in the morning Liverpool is yawning A golden lay in vain Snakes up to Liffey to greet me clean or cheerfully, winks at me. Inside me, there's a symphony. As the sun stretches out across the black bog of Alan, traverses the broad, majestic Shannon, creeps up the beautiful Burren, Barren, across to the mystical islands of Arran, and sprinkles gold dust over the ever-young Atlantic Ocean you
0: It for this evening on the trust the wizards podcast it only remains for me rebel wicked to say to you listener good evening and also from the mayor of galway himself sharifa garbanzo Slam Slam ol- ol- good night listener